What up, what up, what up? I thought I'd play around a little bit with it. Um, so today I'm gonna talk about just a couple things. First of all, I wanna welcome you guys. I want holidays, right? Happy Super Bowl Eve for those of you who know that the Super Bowl is a holiday. And also, I'd also like to say happy Valentine's Day for all the people that forgot. Hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> Go and get them flowers. You know, I, you know, women be tripping nowadays. Don't get them chocolate. Don't get them chocolate. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, all I really want to talk to you guys about today is really the NFL honors. So if you did not get to watch the show, I just want to let you guys all know about all the winners and then my little small goodbyes to some Titans that passed over the last year. Um, not Tennessee Titans, just to some uh, some greats throughout the sport. Um, let's see, where am I going to start? Uh, so those of you guys who don't know, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm going to jump right in it, okay? Uh, let's see, is that what I said? Yeah, that's pretty much how I said it. All right, here we go, right here. Boom. All my award winners, as you can see on the bottom. All right. Uh, as you guys know, Pittsburgh Steelers defensive player of the year was TJ Watt. The dude had 22 and a half sacks. He tied Michael Strahan, if y'all didn't know. Um, the moment of the year winner, Baltimore Ravens kicked a 66, 60. Seven. He kicked the field goal against the Detroit Lions to keep them under un, <laughs> winless early in the season. Um, the FedEx Air and Ground. Some of these awards are not obviously going to be pumped and all over the place. So, like I said, I'm going to tell you guys, everybody, all the winners. So, again, Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt. Moment of the Year, the award went to Justin Tucker of the Ravens. FedEx Ground and Air Awards. Obviously, the passer, the quarterback, passer, air of the year is going to be Tom Brady. Tom Brady did win something for the Everybody's like, oh, Tom Brady didn't win an award. Yeah, Tom Brady did. He won the Ground and Air Award. And on the ground portion of that is John Taylor. So FedEx wanted to acknowledge them with an award. The running back for the Indianapolis Colts, the dude ran for over 1,800 yards, killed him. Um, offensive rookie player of the year. If you guys didn't watch this before they presented this award, they broke to like some benches and said, Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be joining us. At that moment, it was like, Yeah, we know they won some awards. So here's the start of it Jamar Chase, rookie of the year offensively. I would have argued for Darius Miles, but obviously I knew he wasn't going to win. Hey, and um, this is personally for SoCal, who probably watching the show later. Dude, Waddle got honorable mention here. He was the other wide receiver. If it wasn't, you know, Waddle broke the wide receiver record. I mean, that that's pretty cool and a good record. Honestly, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know he broke Anquan Bolton's record. So kudos to Waddle and obviously Jamar Chase, the dude's a beast. Uh, let's see. Defensive rookie player. I mean, they did this. It was okay. 
there was no other person that they even talked about. There was nobody else nominated. This was this was the Steph Curry. It was unanimous, okay? Do I really need to say anything? Micah Parsons, for those of you guys. Micah Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Uh, this is the one that did bother me. Uh, Joe Burrow didn't get this award, but I was really, really upset when he got it. Excuse me. The Unstoppable Performance of the Year Award was Joe Burrow and the Bengals Week 17 in the win at home versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, I'm not being a homer, but seeing what the Tennessee Titans went through in Seattle, I believe it was the second game of the season. I'm sorry, I ought to give that award to King Henry and the Titans. Just, I'm not being a homer, I'm just keeping it real. Everything we saw King Henry go through that game, you like, oh my goodness. That was probably the most, I want to say that was one of the most, other than the Kansas City Chief and Buffalo Bill game in the playoffs, the most nail-biting game of the year was that Titans and Seattle game in week two, for those of y'all that remember. Um, comeback player of the year, again, nobody is shocked that it was Joe Burrow. I thought Dak Prescott should have won his award. He was nominated. It was just those two. I thought it should have been him. Oh, the Deacon Jones Award. For those of you guys who don't know who the Deacon Jones Award, the Deacon Jones Award goes to the guy who has the most sacks in the NFL, and we know who that was. He was also the defensive player there. So TJ Watt got two awards. Um, the Draft Kings Player of the Year, Cooper Cup. For those of you guys who don't know Cooper Cup, he's the best. I call him Mr. Footwork. He got the best footwork I've ever seen in the game. And I'm very, very partly saying these in order, and some of these are not in order, so just hang on me here. Um, NFL Fan of the Year it was a gentleman named Henry Eisen. He was an Atlanta Falcons fan. He said, I think they said he, he hasn't missed a game since 1968. Like, when they show a video of that dude, like, coming out, meeting the players, like, that, that was, like, kind of insane. Um... Like I said, I'm kind of going over, but I'm not. The best selly of the year, and for those of you guys who don't know, it's the best celebration of the year, okay? Christian Watkins. I think I said that right. Um, a defensive end from Miami Dolphins. He did the worm. <laughs> and seeing a big dude do the worm and then do it that well, it's kind of shocking. Ooh, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Um. The Art Rooney Award winner of the year. I mean, if you got, look, this is one of those New England Patriots that you guys can get behind. First of all, he's NFL royalty. He's just, he is the greatest special teamers of all time. I don't know if anybody's going to remember Jackie Slater's son. So, um, but yeah, he did win that, uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew Slater. Um, Offensive player of the year, your main man, Cooper Cup. Anybody shocked by that? Anybody shocked? You can leave it in the comments. We'll check back on it later. Just let me know if you're shocked or not.
Um, and obviously, you're going to be watching this on YouTube. So, yeah. Let me know. Are you shocked? Are you not shocked at this Cooper Cup? Um, the NFL Coach of the Year. My man, Mike Brabel, baby. My man, Mike Brabel, baby. Oh, my goodness. There's just so much. So much. Um, the MVP of the NFL. Yes, it all is. Um, was Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. I did put a note down here, and I didn't want to talk about this for a second, just a quick second. I was surprised by how sincere he was in his speech after he won the award. Um, to me, it felt like a goodbye. I'm not going to sit here and jump on that this early about where these players are going or what, what's going to happen, but he actually had like a detailed he had a detailed speech thanking his coach. And um, I, I was I was really kind of shocked. I, I, I really was. Um, and like, he was sincere. He kept eye contact. He was poised. I, I didn't I didn't expect that of him at all. At all. Um, best celebration of the year. Christian Watkins. Oh, Wilkins. I'm sorry. Christian Wilkins had the best celebration of the year. Sorry about that. Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup, our Rooney Award winner, Matthew Slater, Coach of the Year, Mike Vrabel, NFL Fan of the Year, Henry Eisen. Um, and, of course, they always lead off with – they always end off with the uh, Walter Man of the Year – Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Whew. If you did not watch it, after you're done watching this video, I want you to go back to YouTube or stay on YouTube and look up uh, Big Wick, uh, left tackle for the LA Rams. I don't know if anybody watched that and had a dry eye. Like, I, I, I and I even put here a very heartfelt speech, but um, the guy that he wanted. The story that he left off with about um, about reaching out and investing your time in people, which is something I could definitely get behind because I like to pride myself on helping others. So to hear Whit say how he invested was his time. He said this kid named Derek Burns. Derek Burns. Um, after the Lions game, he said this guy ran up to him and he was like, what the heck happened? And he said, um, you're not going to remember me, but you were one of the guys speaking in my elementary school. I believe that, I believe he said elementary school class. And he said that touched him. But then again, that's how you know how small the fraternity is in the NFL. 
And I think we all say it all the time that it's a small world. I mean, this guy was just donating some of his time, just talking to kids. And 20 years late, 20 years later, this kid runs up to him on the field. Hey, man, woo, 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 woo. a rookie in the NFL. I mean, it, it was so touching. And then to see him kind of like grasp for air with trying not to cry, you were trying not to drop a tear and like cry. Like it was real emotional. Um, and I was very, very sad by uh, one of my guys who did not make the Hall of Fame. Everybody else made it. Uh, Leroy Butler. Man, I'm sorry. Leroy Butler of the Green Bay Packers, if you guys do not remember him, those are the years when they went back to back some bulls. He was one of the safeties. He was one of the safeties. Dude's awesome. Bryant Young. I was shocked to read that he was the 49ers sack leader. I'm like, that dude's been like the end of the three fours game for I don't know how long. Um I I almost fell out of my seat excited when I heard about Sam Mills. For those of you guys who aren't New Orleans Saints fans or aren't Carolina Panthers fans, you guys aren't going to know who this little dude was. Sam Mills was one of the reasons why I love to watch defense and the reason why I <sighs> I still number 51, y'all. Just, just, just Look, we all understand that Ray Lewis, Brian Erlacher, Lawrence Taylor, DT from Kansas City. These are some of the greatest linebackers we have ever seen play the game. Nobody ever, ever mentioned Sam Mills. And if you guys don't know him, and if you guys... He was one of my favorites growing up, like as a kid. I just, I'll never forget number 51. And then I'll never forget he went to Carolina, and then he was the leader on the defense with Kevin Green that went to the NFC Championship game in their second year at Carolina. It was also the other year, if you guys follow um, Shannon Sharp on Undisputed, he will sit there and cry and cry and cry about how they should have never lost the Jacksonville Jaguars. They both did it in the same year. If I'm not mistaken, I do believe it was the second year. I'd have to fact check myself on that one. But Carolina, Kerry uh, Collins, Carolina Panthers, Sam Mills, Kevin Green, all um, oh, the coach. I think the coach was George Seifert. And then in Jacksonville, you had Mark Brunel. I think it was Natron Means at the time. You had Jimmy. Uh, and then you had uh, Tom Coughlin. I, some of the great years, man. Um, it's funny because I just mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars, and one of the gentlemen on that team, he's the first Jacksonville Jaguar to make the Hall of Fame, Tony Baselli. That, that's one of my guys. I, I'm a Tennessee Titan fan, so I've seen Javon Curse. Go head up with Tony Baselli, and when you talk about a chess match, Javon Curse tried spins, he tried bull, he tried swimming. 
man, for a dude whose arms weren't like super, super long, that dude's athleticism back then, I don't think people give enough line any credit. That was insane. Uh, a referee got in. I think he's the first referee, Art, Art Mandel. Richard Seymour. I wasn't happy. Um, <laughs> Cliff Branch, congratulations to your Raider fans. You guys are starting to get more of your Raiders in. Uh, Dick Vermeil, man. Dick Vermeil. That dude is probably one of the most openly loving coaches out of all the coaches I grew up watching. My favorite is still Bill Parcells. He was tough, hard. You know, I, I, I grew up watching those type of coaches. So, Mm. All right, and those were all the awards. Um, I want to give a couple of minutes, uh, say my goodbyes here. Um, I'm going to cover my face briefly here so you guys just can – I'm going to show you guys some of what I went through as a kid. Um when I heard that John Madden had passed and he had died and he had moved on, I was, I kept thinking about all the people that I played Madden with, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I kept thinking about all the people I kept playing Madden with. I went all the way back. I went to my boy Alan's house. Uh, I was at Granny's house. I was at my boy Jeremy's house. Uh, Jeremy Wilkes, if you're watching, you already know about Sam Mills. Your, your daddy was a New Orleans Saint. You're a New Orleans Saint. For those of you guys that don't know about Jim Wilkes, look him up. When you talk about those dudes who hustles off the end and get to the quarterback, Jim Wilkes is another one. But then again, you start, again, like I said, when it comes to John Madden, you start thinking about all the people you played Madden with. My boy, Big Chief. My brother, Terry. You know, my boy, my boy, Cal. You know, I have very, very few people that I've called brother in my lifetime. I got Terry Daniel Derrick. And all of us have mad memories. My boy, Alan, God rest in peace, Alan Freeman. Um, poof. I, you know. And the greatest Falcons team and the best Falcons coach was Dan Reeves. I, I can't even say enough about Dan Reeves. I'll never forget the Dirty Bird. I'll never forget about O.J. Santiago. I remember when Chris Chandler was the starting quarterback for these Falcons and Mike Vick was watching how to win games by that guy in the picture that you're seeing right before you. 
And I'll never forget saying, I honestly believe that Jamal Anderson was a better running back than Terrell Davis. If you guys wonder why I said that, go back and look at how Jamal Anderson used to use his LCG. Low center grab. If you guys watch how he would dip on people, how he would get low, there was a reason why it was hard to get Jamal Anderson down. He wasn't great north and south, but east and west as a 228-pound running back, I, 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 don't, I don't think y'all know. That dude right there. I'm sorry. This dude right here, man. Jamal Anderson. Completely underrated. Will never make the Hall of Fame. That dude right there. And then lastly, this one is for one of our sports ITV guys and Look, my whole family was born in New Rochelle, New York. So I got ties to New York Giants. I always had. They're never, I've never been a fan of them, but I've always had ties to them. Jim Fossil is one of those reasons. Jesse Armstead is one of those reasons. Michael Strahan is one of the reasons. When, they, when he was learning or when that dude played football, Jim Fossil was there most of the time. And then, obviously, Tom Coughlin came late. If I'm not mistaken, it was Jim Fossil that coached the worst team in NFL history to go to a Super Bowl. I, I remember that being like the big joke or like the big funny hop Um I believe Kerry Collins was on that team, too, for those of you guys who don't. I do believe that Kerry Collins was on that team, too. Um, Dan Reeves, John Madden, Jim Fossil. And they showed about uh, 20 people that died throughout the year. I didn't want to write down everybody. These are the three people that, that of that whole list that jumped out to being an also great nap. Um, former San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator. Um, but these three here that you guys see in the picture in front of you, those were my favorites. So, um, that being said, that is it for me today. Um, thank you guys for watching. Um, greatly appreciated. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Anytime I think about my brothers who have passed on, it's, it's deep, man. Um, again, happy, happy Saturday, happy Super Bowl Eve. And, um, I, I can't, I'm, can't wait to see you guys. I'm choked up and I'm trying not to get all emotional, but um, you guys have a great weekend. Oh, wait, let me go over the numbers one more time before I get out of here. <laughs> wow, I got the hiccups. Um, I just remind you guys, so that way nobody is saying, no, you didn't pick no scores. Okay, so from all the guys at Sports at ATV, SoCal has it, Rams 42, Bengals 14, 
Big Chief has it. Bengals 31, Rams 28. Even though Big Chief, at the beginning of the year, just like I did, when Matthew Stafford landed in L.A., said, oh, man, they going to win it all. Now he's flipping because of, uh, because of Joe. I'm 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 gonna catch Big Chief on that. And Big Boy also has a 27-24, another three-point victory by another guy from Sports Night TV. And I have it, I have an unprecedented one. To me, it's gonna be one of those boring Super Bowls because I have a feeling the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna have a turnover early. Um Matthew Stafford's also gonna throw an interception early, but then he's gonna come back and he's gonna score the next four drives. I believe it will be three touchdowns, one field goal, and in the second half, they're going to close out because they've seen every team play against Cincinnati. And in the second half, all of a sudden, you know, the Bengals come back. I think the Rams shut that down. Um, and that's where I think they get their 10 points. I think 10 points, Bengals are going to get in the second half. They're going to get three in the first. It's going to be like, yeah, I think it'll be about 24 to 3 at the half. Um, for those of you boxes, so I got a 4 to 3 at the half. Um, and then the average point from everybody in Sports Daddy TV, it'll be the Rams 32 and then 21 points for the Bengals. So if we go by my theory, one of those interceptions will get returned. If I go by the Sports Daddy TV average score, Matthew Stafford's going to throw a pick six and still win the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to have three touchdown passes and two Jamar Chase. Um, that's just the way it's looking by the numbers. Uh, we got them written down, okay? So I'm not making this stuff up. Um, like I said, uh, again, I hope everybody has a good one. Um, Please enjoy the Super Bowl. And again, enjoy your families. Just, you know. And if, again, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, do me a favor. Subscribe. Follow, like, and then stalk us. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, stalk SoCal. Because SoCal is all over the place. And then do me a favor. Get prepared for baseball because then we got, there goes a no hitter with Big Chief. When Big Chief comes out, you want to hear about baseball? I'm still trying to learn about baseball. I'm waiting for my boy to come back and talk more baseball. If you want to hear about anything New York Giants, Big Boy is going to be doing it here on Sports at ATV. So go ahead. Go to Sports at ATV if you're already on it. Go to Sports. If you click this from Facebook, but you ain't following or subscribed on YouTube, boop, 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 hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. You can press pause. Okay, I hope you came back and hit the button, okay? <laughs> All right, everybody have a great weekend. So let's get, what do I say? Outro.